listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome back to another episode with Nonstop Mom. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thank you so much for joining me today. I just want to give a big shout out to anybody who was able to join the Nonstop Mom Facebook party last night. It was so fun. Thank you for everyone who participated. Um, If you're new to the podcast, I had said on my private Facebook group, once I hit a thousand women, I was going to throw everyone a party. Just fun games, trivia, a ton of prizes, giveaways. That is exactly what happened. It was so fun. So last night, uh, so the group's like almost at like 1,200 women right now, but last night we did a Facebook Live party, and we had uh, trivia with women from the Bible. We did Would You Rather questions. We played uh, Junk Drawer Scavenger Hunt. We did the Wooden Spoon Lip Sync Challenge where you had to pick a song and you had to just bust it out with the wooden spoon because that's just something that I have fun doing when I'm cooking. And if you ever follow me on Instagram, sometimes I'll post those up there. But it was a lot of fun. We gave away purses and makeup and shoes and coffee and coffee mugs and just had a bunch of fun with women from all over, from Canada to everywhere in the U.S. So thank you so much for joining in. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I want to do that again soon. So make sure if you're not a part of the Facebook page group that you just like the page, but make sure you click at the top, join group and be a part of women everywhere from around the world. We've got people from South Africa in Canada, all over the U.S., and everywhere that is uh, joining in on this. And it is such a wonderful community of women that are praying for you, encouraging you. And, you know, my number one thing with Nonstop Mom, you know, because there's people in there that ask about homeschooling, so we talk a lot about that, Um, and uh, just faith-filled messages, because we are not called to be normal. We are not called to be the mom that society says where we have a kid and everything goes downhill, but we're called to do our job and do it well, to be full of rest and encouragement, to be full of faith and not let our compassion overrule our faith when we become parents. So that is like my number one thing for nonstop mom, that the word of God has given us the answers for everything, for our enemies, for any questions we have on how to raise our kids. The, the, the Bible has given us answers on how to have a prosperous marriage, uh, deal with our friends. And so that is exactly what I work and strive to teach you every week. And then also, you know, with Facebook Lives, I like to get on there and teach some. So I want you to be a part of this. So make sure you follow me on Instagram, Carolyn Shuttlesworth, or on Facebook. You can do both. You'll find me on Carolyn Shuttlesworth or Nonstop Mom, and both will lead you. Uh, It's all tied together there. So make sure you get on that. This week, I really wanted to, and it's probably not going to take very long, but deal with rest and resting. Because, you know, I had a very full first quarter of this year, and it really made me step back and realize that... Without proper rest, we are unable to do what God's called us to do in any area, 
it, it, it affects everything between our friendships, our marriage, how we parent. If we don't rest, then um, it's going to affect a lot of stuff in our life. And, you know, we used to, my husband and I really go after this and be like, you know, if we're not resting, someone else is going to take it, take the reins and just go on and we're going to get left behind. But we realize that that's not that's not the case. That's not the case. God does have other workers out there. And he has other people that he's called to do things. And we have to realize with staying in our lane that God's called us to do this, but he's also provided rest. And so this year has been an extremely busy year for us. Um, you know, and I'll just talk about myself here. At the beginning of the year, you know, we were... First of all, I travel. You're also new to this podcast. My husband's an evangelist, and I travel full time uh, as a family. We all stick together. I have three kids, nine, five, and three, and uh, we all stick together as a family and travel and you know do the ministry together. On top of doing the ministry together, I homeschool two out of the three of my children. On top of homeschooling, you know, my children, I am a wife. On top of being a wife, I am a mother. On top of that, I run a ministry alongside of, you know, the people that work with us in doing that. So a lot, a lot is going on. And then really God impressed on my heart this past December is when I started Nonstop Mom to do that. So now, you know, I've started this ministry of my own. I actually have was asked a couple times this year to speak at women's conferences. So just doing that on top of traveling with our own ministry, on top of being a mom, on top of being a wife, on top of running a household, you know what I mean? Like the list goes on for us. But my number one thing is he has provided us a way to do it all. You know, the world will tell us you can't have your cake and eat it too, but that to me is garbage. Like you can have it all. We've been told so much that we can't have it all, that we need to pick and choose, but that's not what the Word of God says. The Word of God has provided everything to us in an abundance, but we just have to learn how to manage it, how to rest, how to get a hold of what we need at that moment, in that season. And that's, you know, just a little something I'm going to be dealing with in this podcast. So, you know, the beginning of this year, it was extremely busy for us. And then, um, you know, God directed us to Florida. We lived in Virginia Beach for about 14 years. And the Lord, you know, wanted to hook us up with going to a church. Not working there, not anything else, but going to a church. And so we moved for a church. I know sometimes, you know, people think, what on earth were you thinking? But the thing is, people move for everything else that's not as important as where you go to church. Where you go to church is life or death. My husband does a phenomenal podcast on that. You know, reasons that if they're not meeting these like top five reasons he spoke on, it's time to, you know, say bye bye. And so it's important where you go to church and the Lord. And we had a wonderful church in Virginia Beach and everything was good. A home. My family lived there like absolutely no reason to move except the Lord spoke to my husband to move to Florida. So, you know, we kept our home in Virginia Beach and we picked up and we left and we went to Florida and we rented a house and, you know, we were going to rent for a couple years until we figured out the, you know, where we wanted to be, what city, got a chance to look around, wasn't a rush decision to buy a house. Well, before we were quite ready, um, 
You know, well, back up just a minute. The Lord impressed on me to start just for some reason randomly looking at houses. So anyway, to make a long story short, that can be for another podcast, God lined us up with a home when we weren't quite ready, but we decided, you know, we're going to pray this. We're going to call it in. Save it, Lord. We love it. We know it's for us. Save that property for us. And out of nowhere, our landlord came to us and said, listen, hey, uh, I'm deciding to sell our house and you need to be out in seven weeks. And that was completely unplanned. So here I am. Ted's taking off to other countries. Um, he won't extend, you know, I asked if I could have an extra month because it's just me and I was supposed to be gone on trips with Ted, which I had to cancel and had to move. So here I am with three kids signing, doing all of the legwork to get, you know, the house, get the contracts to go through. Ted's in South Africa. Ted's in Alaska. Ted is, you know, in Canada. Ted is everywhere except home. So, This is me with three kids, and I'm finishing up homeschool. You know, this is back in April. School's not out till June. So I'm trying to juggle all of this. Now I've got to pack up an entire house and move it over. I mean, like, I look back and I think, I don't even know how that happened. So I know people that are listening can relate on a busy life. And so... You know, we moved into this house, then we did our worship summit, then we took off on the road, and it's just been like non-stop, non-stop. And I got to the point where I didn't rest. I just was taking it all on. It was like, yeah, I can do it. Yes, I'm going to be there. I'm going to say yes to this. I'm going to do that. But I started to get to the point where I was like overloaded and exhausted and tired And I had to really step back for a minute because it brought me to a place where I got to be like unhappy. I'm not going to say I'm thankful because I I give thanks every day for everything that I have. Like everything I have is the Lord's and I thank him every day for the house I'm in. I thank him every day for the breath I'm breathing, that another month has gone by, that my kids live in divine health, that I live in divine health, that Ted lives in divine health. So nothing like that. But I mean like just tired. Like I didn't want to be around anybody. I wanted to just like, you know, lock myself in my house and be like, I can't give anymore. I've given everything. And so we, I had, had to realize and be like, you know what? I need to look in the word of God on what it says, what it says about rest. And I know that it says over in Hebrews 4, when I was, you know, looking into this, it says, so let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God as the people of Israel did, we will fall. And, you know, it's a command here. We need to rest. So as moms, as wives, we need to realize that if we crumble and we fall apart, and we can't handle anything, and all we want to do is nothing, we're not going to have our best to be anything. You know, there's nothing good about us that's going to come out of not being able to rest. We have to make sure that we love and care for ourselves. You know, self-compassion. I did a podcast uh, not long ago on mom guilt because we put so much pressure on ourselves to do all of this stuff. And, you know, social media hasn't helped 
with that, we put even more pressure on ourselves. Look at that mom. Look at that DIY mom. She's doing all these crafts, you know, with uh, their kid. And realize that you can be just like me. Stick out a bottle of paint outside and say, go for it. (laughs) It doesn't have to look perfect. I'm not going to sit there. You know, I'm just not that super arts and crafty mom. And I realize that that's okay. If I didn't take a paper plate and make some amazing artwork pinwheel thing out of it it's okay they have crayons and paint and they painted a paper plate you know what I'm saying like we have to look at (laughs) the big picture it's okay so I realized that we really need to love and care for ourselves and and I know that we're always supposed to be doing things for others and it's not taught on but if we aren't loving ourselves, we're not going to enjoy the person that we're becoming. Uh, So we need to love and care for ourselves. Self-compassion is not wrong. And I feel like when we go to do things for ourselves, we kind of like step back a little bit and be like, no, no, I, I don't need to be getting that for myself. No, I don't need to be shopping for myself. No, I don't need to go get my nails done. I'll get a gift card for somebody else. But it's a lot harder to do it for ourselves. But then if you read over in Ephesians 5.29, it says, No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. So we, you know, we need to realize that we need to take care. We feed and take care of ourselves. We have to. We don't hate our own body. So if it makes us feel rested and better to go to a store, and pick out an outfit, go to a store and pick out an outfit. You know, I get it. I'm the person that anytime I go to a store and even try to look for myself, somehow I wander and I'm back in the kids department. (laughs) I'm like over again getting little shoes and little pants and little shirts, nothing that I can wear. But I realize that we need to make sure and that causes rest. It's it's it is not You know, people think rest are like, I just can't do it. I just can't sit still. I just, I have to be doing something. And it's like, you know, resting just isn't about sitting on the couch. Like it's having that peace of mind. Sometimes it's just sitting on the couch and turning everything else off. Sometimes it's going to the store and getting ourselves something. Nothing's wrong with it. Go to, go to a makeup store. Grab some new face cream. Grab, you know, go to Bath and Body Works. Get some candles and some lotion because you know that's something that you really like. Do something that you really like and that brings that restful sensation. Taking care of ourselves. Self-love. Self-compassion. It's what God wants for us. So many people think they can't do that for themselves or buy it for themselves and that's just what society has made us feel bad or somebody you know has you know given an unwanted comment to you but we have to just brush it off and realize second I realized that resting you know which involves love and self-care is is an act of faith being able to sit back and realize that my family's taking care of you know 
I, I don't always have to be the one to stay extra at work or work extra, you know, if you're somebody who goes into the office. Like, resting is an act of faith. God's going to take care of us. Yes, the Bible says lazy people don't eat. So you have to find the balance there. But rest is needed. Psalms 127.2. It's useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. Nothing should be done out of fear. Nothing should be done because you're anxious, because you just feel like, you know, that's it. I'm the only person in the world. You have to realize that he gives rest to his loved ones. He loves you so much and needs you rested. What good are we? What good are we as women? What good are we as moms? What good are we as wives if we're not rested? What good are we? We're, we're no good. We're going to be the worst at all of it. You know when you're tired and cranky? Like what's the last thing you want? You want someone touching you. You want somebody talking to you. You want, you know, you're like, Lord, I just want to go hide in a hole. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to do anything for anybody. But it says in Isaiah 58, 11, the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. So we have to listen to our guide. We have to listen to the Lord, listen to the Holy Spirit when he wants you to rest, when it's time to go at it, because there are seasons for everything and you need some downtime. You have to have it. You know, if, if we're not resting and rest is this, okay, rest is freedom from work, guys. Rest is freedom from work or an activity, freedom from anxiety or disturbance it to relieve yourself or to avoid fatigue or also spiritual burnt out so that's one thing that the lord really spoke to me about because i started this non-stop mom ministry and got to the point where i was feeling burnt out and i was not doing what i was teaching i was trying to do too much You know, I want to be the one to always post on social media and get things out there. But I'm learning that I'm not going to be the mom where my face is focused on a device. I'm not going to burn myself out trying to do the ministry that God's called me. And then I'm not even going to be able to do it. And my ministry comes second to my time with the Lord, obviously, my relationship with him and my husband and then my kids, and then my ministry of Nonstop Mom and our other ministry, Miracle Word. It comes in that order. Jesus, my husband, my kids, and then my ministry. And everything else was starting to fail. I mean, like, I don't mean it like my my marriage was failing, but this is what happens. If you're not rested, ladies, it's going to affect the entire family. My husband will suffer from it. Your husband will suffer if you are not rested and taking care of yourself. How? How will he suffer? For one, you want no intimacy time with him. You won't be able to do my podcast that I put out, Tons of Sex. 
if you're not rested and you're tired. You know, when people get tired, they get agitated. They don't want anyone touching them. They don't want to have a deep conversation. They don't want to talk about anything. When people are tired, they either want to go to bed, they want to be left alone. It's like the last thing when you're exhausted is you want to feel sexy, right? You want to feel like, I'm going to turn on my husband. You're like, no, I don't want to be touched. I don't want that. I don't. I, I want to put like my frumpy, comfy jammies on and go to bed. I don't feel like being sexy. I don't feel like having sex with you tonight. I don't feel like talking to you because I've been at it all day long. I've overworked myself. I'm burnt out. And so see, right there, if you don't rest, it will affect your marriage. And people can have really good marriages and have great chemistry together. But because they've made poor decisions on not taking care of themselves and not resting, it has hindered a marriage. And then it just goes like it goes from there. Other things get said. People are mad. They become roommate status. Then it becomes comfortable. Now both people are comfortable because We've said no to sex and intimacy with our husband so many times that now both people are comfortable and it and it drives a wedge. Not having sex and and yes, a lot of sex is not going to help a marriage. Intimacy and being with your husband and and it, you know, and not only sex, but yes, it is good. But talking, being in a focused relationship with him is going to grow the marriage and make it where, I mean, like, it's a joy to be around your husband. You look forward to him coming home. You're not thinking, oh, my gosh, I've had a long day. I'm cooking dinner and now he's going to want to do something when our kids go to bed and I just want to run away and lock myself in my room. That is what happens when you get to the point of not resting. So, yes, your family is affected. How does it affect you as a mom? Okay? You are so annoyed with your kids. You ever have days where it's like you're constantly snapping at them and you just feel like you've you've reached your limits. They won't listen to me. There's nothing I can do. I want to rip my hair out. I want to run away. I want to scream in a pillow. You know. Just because, you know, you've had these thoughts doesn't make you a bad person. You haven't acted on them, but you feel like I'm getting ready to act on them. Or maybe you have acted on them. But that is a sign of not resting. It will, our kids will suffer from it. One, will constantly say these lines. I need a break from my kids. I don't want to be around my kids. I need a break from them. I need a babysitter. I need a vacation. I need a break. I need a break. Now listen. Those are things that we do need. We do need a separation from our kids and time with our husband. We do need a separation from our kids and self-care, which I taught in another podcast. We do. But there's a difference as to why. When you are so annoyed with them because you're overworked, overtired, you've had enough, that's a difference. Then it becomes like you're angry and it just all these other mixed emotions and you're saying things you don't mean. You have no patience with your kids. You don't want to do anything with them. You don't want to sit with them, play board games with them. People get like that. They get burnt out on life, burnt out on being a mom. And the only way that we're getting burnt out is because we're allowing things in our life that shouldn't be there. 
which is not resting, not taking the time. Listen, ladies, I, I've, I, I'm not like yelling at you, but I'm getting to the point where I'm talking stern because it's like we have to realize there's stuff that just really doesn't matter that we're doing in our schedule and our life. And we've got to step back and realize that, listen, having peace in my home, having joy in my home, having the feeling of rest and relief in my home. You know, when you're tense, everyone in the family gets tense. You set the tone. So when you're tense and you're not rested, everyone else feels that way regardless if they've all had naps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like tension, we're cutting it thick with a knife. We don't need that in our homes. And these are all things that can be changed based on what the Word of God has told us about how we need to rest. And I want to be able... I want to be able to serve our God. You know, he deserves the highest praise. I want to be able to serve our God, volunteer at church, be a part of other things. But rest is a requirement. If I'm too tired to do anything, there's there's nothing else I'm going to be able to do and do it with excellence. And do it with excellence. So here's a few questions to ask yourself. Do you practice rest? Think about it after this podcast. Do I practice rest? If not, if the answer is like, no, I could rest more. I could say no to more things. Practice a self-care goal. Practice this each week. What's a self-care goal I can do? Maybe it can't be the same day or the same time every week. But every week, if you've got to go do something for yourself... Get out there and rest if you don't feel like you can or you don't want to spend the money on a babysitter or, you know what I mean? Just sit. Just go read a book. Go sit on the couch. You know, do something that's peaceful in your home. I am the kind of person that I can find a million things to do around my house. Not because, like, they're a requirement to get done or, like, something's crashing in. It's just, like, there's always something you could be doing, building, putting together, rearranging, organizing, vacuuming, dusting. Like, there could be something every minute of every day. But I have to realize I've got to learn to stop. Stop and rest or I'm going to have nothing later to the people and to my God that matters the most. So question number two. Do others find rest or refreshment in my company? Do others find rest and refreshment in my company? When they're around me, do they feel like I'm annoyed? Do they feel like I'm wound tight? Do they feel like I, you know, like I said, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be talked to. Or do they find rest and refreshment in my company? Um. I love Proverbs and it's something I go through a lot. And now, even though like my oldest daughter has read Proverbs a couple times, I'm taking both my children, uh, both my daughters, because they're older, and sitting with them and reading Proverbs um, every day or every other day. We sit and we read it in the New Living Translation. Then we head over to the Message Bible. And I know it's just a paraphrase. It's not a translation. But um, I read it to them because it's it's like a younger talk. They They get... They, they get a laugh at it, some of the, the way it's worded in the message. So we go through it in the New Living, and then we read it in the message. And we're going through it, like verse by verse. If they have questions on what that means, you know, going through it. Because 
so many people are making the dumbest decisions in life. And and it's like one of the best books of the Bible that we need to go back to and make sure we go through with a fine tooth comb. But in Proverbs 11.25, it says, The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So number two, do others find rest and refreshment in your company? Are you able to refresh others? Or are they able to run the other way when you're around and be like, peace out, I'm out. Is your husband like doesn't want to be around you or your kids run in the other direction, your friends, your neighbors? You know, if you're not drawing them in by a refreshing spirit that God's given to us, then it's time to take a break. Number three, the last question to think about, will rest improve or hurt your physical, mental, and spiritual well-being? What is it doing? What is it going to do for you? We have to think about these questions because I encourage you, like, you know, we're just busybodies. Women, it's in our nature to feel like we have to fix things, we have to do things, we have to be a part of everything. In all reality, we need to make sure we're doing and we're focusing on the position that God's called you to do and within your family. Because if we get outside of that and we get burned out, it's not anyone else's fault besides us. I did a podcast a long time ago, The Power of No. Sometimes we get ourselves into these positions because we didn't say no. Now for this instance, the things that I got tired from in the first quarter of this year was stuff I couldn't say no to, you know, moving, getting a new house, going on the road, doing all these things. But there were things I look back and realize that were not that important. And they were decisions that I could have handled differently and gotten to a state of rest. So I would have been refreshed. So I tell you this, ladies, I was there at the beginning of the year, but not anymore. I am taking this serious as to what God has called me to do. And so I can be the best wife. I can be the best mom. I can be the best at, you know, nonstop mom and hearing from the Lord. So, you know, we can all be an encouragement to each other. But I want to make sure that you ladies do the same thing. Make sure what you're doing, if there's stuff you have to cut out, you have to cut out. Be there with your children. Rest with them. Rest by yourself. Get that refreshing. Because if we're not refreshing others, you know, it's like, what are we doing? You know, that brings the blessing of God on our life is to make sure we're running our home well and doing it with joy and peace. We can do this. He's literally given us the tools to do everything that we're called to do. To be that Proverbs 31. A long time ago, I used to like laugh and be like, I don't make, you know, shirts in the street and sell them in the marketplace or sew my own clothes. But there's more to it in those verses and Proverbs 31. He has given us the ability to be full of faith, to be strong, to have an answer for our enemies, like it says in Samuel and Hannah's prayer, that we can do everything but we have to make sure we're focusing on the right thing. Thank you, ladies, so much for listening. Get some rest. Do some self-care. Your family will benefit from it. Jesus, you know, 
it benefits Jesus because what is it, you know, you're going to get too tired. If you're too tired to have a relationship with the people that are in front of you, that you see, if you're too tired to have a relationship with your husband, with your kids, you're going to be way too tired to even try to have a relationship with Jesus who you don't see with your natural eye. So make sure you rest. Rest, rest, rest. I love you, ladies. And until next week, I'll see you or talk to you. I don't know. See you on Facebook, but I'll talk to you on here. Make sure you send in any questions that you have. Make sure that you keep, you know, posting on social media. I love to share. It encourages women from all over the world. You guys are great, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.